right, welcome again, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Warped. The oh shit, and I forgot the whole th- <laughs> the, unnecessary. the unnecessary Star Trek podcast where we do unasked for audio commentaries of Star Trek episodes. And if you're wondering why I say another episode now, it's because I don't remember what episode we're on. Uh, my name is Sean. My name is Matt. I'm Jake. Aaron. <laughs> and my name is Philippe. Philippe. Aaron and Philippe. Aaron and Philippe. Welcome back, Welcome. Aaron. Aaron's uh, back again. And Matt is back. He missed the last couple of episodes. Welcome I back. you guys terribly. Uh, so it was, it was, it was kind of sad without you. Plus, it was the Gorn episode. So, I mean, that was... Uh, that was, that was a That's lot. a good one. I know. <laughs> if I remember... I mean, I you know, I haven't seen it in a long time, but I, I, I remember liking it. We, I can imagine you would have had some things to say about it. Especially about the look of the Gorn. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of guy in rubber suit stuff yes. to talk oh, about yes. in that episode. Um, anyways, and, we're and not here to styrofoam talk rocks and things like that. The Gorn. We're here to talk about Star Trek season one, episode twenty-one on Netflix, Court Martial. Um, so, go ahead and grab a drink. And get ready. I got 50 minutes and 29 seconds on the clock, and we're going to start the episode in three, two, one, play. <laughs> and there you go. You got the uh, yeah. Starship Enterprise circling what appears to be Earth. Um, well, this is one of those episodes where th- that Star Trek goes to, which is the court the court scene where mankind is on trial, or in this case. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just Kirk is on trial. Yeah. Well, this is not a mankind is on trial. But, that, but that's something okay. they do a lot. Get ready for it, guys. Okay. Check out this sweater. Yeah. <laughs> I want this sweater. The V-neck. <laughs> yeah. Wait till you get fully into him wearing the sweater. So who are we talking about? Uh, talking about Kirk? <laughs> who do you think? Is yes, it velour? Kirk. Look at it. Wait oh, till you gold, see the gold. Wait till you see the crisscross in the front and the the open chest. But this is uh, you know this is his formal wear. <laughs> oh, he doesn't wear he doesn't wear like a like a formal dress. He, uniform he does in the court martial. Yeah, he, he wears the same one with all the weird like with all the doodads and stuff. On <laughs> the, it. the clearly sewn on medals. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It goes down. See? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Errol Flynn connection was apparent here. The inspiration, yeah. I've talked about in the past um, that Star Trek basically sticks to three major tropes. And this is one of the first ones that goes away from it. This, This episode is basically just a trial drama. But my argument is that there's a lot of trial drama episodes because it's like it's all these morality plays where you can you can have them on a stage where there's you know not much has to happen there's two sets you know right but this is the first one I mean other than if you're talking about like I guess you could say the the menagerie right is sort of this but that one is just a long clip show yeah but there are a lot of trial type episodes of sure yeah, yeah there are not not I wouldn't original series there aren't that many. They do it a lot in Next Generation. Yeah, but this is technically the second one because I think that Menagerie one is Mankind is on trial or even the Gorn episode is like almost a trial in some ways. I I don't know. They do they do a lot of trials. Well, they do definitely like put Mankind on trial in various f- forms. There's that one. Have we watched the one where they where the the aliens make the Klingons and the Federation stop fighting each other? That one's sort of a Mankind on trial one. Oh, well, the, the Organians. The, that's the, yeah, we haven't gotten to it yet. Uh, but now we're at the intro, so let me give you the specs on this. So on IMDb, this is Season 1, Episode 20, Court Martial. Original air date, February 2nd, 1967. Groundhog Day. <laughs> uh, let's see, it got a 7.5 out of 10. And in my opinion, that's generous. <laughs> uh, directed by Mark Daniels and written by Don Mankiewicz. Sean, let me ask you something while we're watching the credits here. What do you know about cat litter? <laughs> well, I'm not a cat owner, but I have heard of this new product called BoxyCat. Brought to you by BoxyCat. Wow. Aaron, what do you think? <laughs> this podcast will never see the light of day. <laughs> <laughs> that, well, that's true of all of these. <laughs> oh, God. Going back to Star Trek. Um, 
What was I going to say? I was really confused when that gal walked in with her pleated skirt and she started yelling at him because I thought, what did I forget from the last episode? But that's when Max explained (laughs) to me that they're self-contained. I'm like, thank God, because I thought I really paid attention to the last episode. And I was like, what is going on? There's so much drama. There's the thing about Star Trek is there's no order. We have no idea in which time frame these episodes are in comparison to each other. Like, they don't make any attempt to try to keep continuity. That's great. Of, of that a, was actually a, freeing to hear. Yeah. Especially in my capacity on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's unlike, like, today's TV shows where everything has to be serially driven, it's like, uh, you can't just jump in. This is, in the old days, you could just jump in anywhere. There is no continuity. Right. Didn't matter. This could be the pilot. Nobody gives a shit. It's just like, it's the same characters doing the same shit. I love it. Well, I was thinking about it, and I... I'm watching this episode, um, and you, like I said, you you've now taken this show that's primarily been about like running into alien creatures and sort of what you do with that situation. This is the first time they're doing something that's a fully kind of insular thing where you're you just had a trial show, right? And I was trying to think of any other shows before this that sort of would take that kind of different format. From show to show, now you had like Twilight Zone, mm-hmm. yeah, which that's is what I thought of. anthology, but that's more like an anthology thing where each episode has different characters. Right. This is the first one I can think of where where they the actually characters. were able to do different type of format storytelling from episode to episode with the same characters. Everyone just. Did- Seems like they just all assume that he's guilty. Like, all of his buddies that he was just talking to are all just, like, they all just assume he killed that guy, right? Is yeah. That, yeah, there's a lot of sort of... They're not giving him a lot of benefit the of the doubt right at the beginning, <laughs> right. right? He's on the outs. They've oh, already yeah. all decided that they think he did it. Well, I or think or we've that es- he's capable somehow. I think we've established that Shatner's a horrible friend. Yeah, he seems to have a bad So reputation. I'm thinking that his friends probably all assume he did screw this guy over. Because they've probably all been screwed over by him at some point in time in the in the in the past. I mean, the daughter assumes that he's did it. All of his buddies in the bar assume that he did I it. I think you're getting meta and you're confusing Shatner for Kirk <laughs> because I think that's true of Shatner. But it's funny because they do this part at the beginning of the trial where they they're like reading his like medals and commendations and then like the the prosecutor's like okay we don't need to listen to all this we get it he's amazing <laughs> you know what i mean but that doesn't really seem how starfleet is treating him they're like they're, I think they're just jealous yeah they're totally jealous of that v-neck right yeah, look at that. <laughs> oh man we are talking a lot about star trek on this star trek <laughs> Sorry, i'm actually really getting into star trek <laughs> that's like that's like the pill you don't ever want to swallow man you just got to be contempt slum slight contempt for star trek yeah there, there's a healthy skepticism that yeah. should go along with okay. watching star trek well like i said i 7.5 to me is really that high because this episode is a slog man. there is not a lot that goes on in this episode it's a lot of sitting around and talking yeah you can't handle the truth this yeah, is like I mean, I disagree. And and it's one of those episodes where you know because of the premise of the show that he's not, he didn't kill this guy on purpose. So all you're really doing is sort of dragging out what you know the outcome is inevitably going to be, <laughs> right? Right. You know he's going to be exonerated on some level, so it's just a lot of it's just a lot of time filling until you get to that point. Well, and I think that's the what I would like the 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 whole concept of of a Star Trek show where you know that the status quo at the beginning of the episode is going to be the same at the end. Mm. Yeah. So the storyline is basically, okay, there's a problem, but you know they're going to resolve it by the end of the episode. Mm -hmm. So when you have that format, the only good episodes are the ones in which there's a whole lot of action that goes on. Yeah. Because otherwise you're just sitting there waiting for them to resolve what you know is going to be resolved. There's no tension. Yeah, but I think that's... You could could say that about almost every non-serial show. I I think they're... they're, I agree, but but my point being is that... You have to keep the stuff that happens in the middle interesting. It has to be interesting, yeah. or else. Yeah, yeah. Who well, cares? I actually like this episode. Uh, oh, okay, go I, ahead and defend it. I'm going to defend it. it because I actually thought it was fairly compelling. It, they they build up the case nicely. They give you the whole like, there's no way this computer could be wrong, and then you're like, huh? 
if you don't remember the ending, you're like, well, what is the thing that made the computer wrong? You don't really like, you, you know, if you come into it blind, you're kind of like, well, there seems like there really could be stakes at, you know. Obviously, as an adult, we know it's going to all work out. But well, look, I mean, I can say, I mean, you can look. Obviously, at the time, they didn't. Yeah. Somebody who watches this firsthand has no history with the show. Yeah, you could say that there was real tension. I could say there was real tension. <laughs> and I've named a cat after one of the characters to still appear on the episode. <laughs> a real. A real cat? A cat that showed up in the yard. No, no. <laughs> Not a real cat. <laughs> Isn't the character's name a real? His uh, yeah. girlfriend? Yeah. Uh, that's not the, that's not the cat's name? What, I will what? let you know when the character Oh, I appears. apologize. <laughs> I didn't mean to jump ahead of myself. But I'm just saying this episode touched me. Uh, okay. I, I, I'm not... I just... Um, yeah, the, that reason that the computer was wrong in the end, by the way, an Irishman. <laughs> <laughs> this show does hate the Irish. And Kirk has a lot of, like, bad relationships with people in his past. Yeah. This is, you know... We've already had more than a couple other episodes where it was someone that he had a feud with in his past, like somebody I didn't like at the academy, somebody I didn't like, you know, when I was starting out in the fleet. All and those people have been Irish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a, he just hates the Irish, I guess. That's true. He did go to a fantasy island, and all he wanted to do was beat up was his beat mentor up from Starfleet. Guy. I know. He doesn't like those Irish caricatures. You know, like, I do. I, I will say this. I do love his lawyer. Oh. oh yeah. his, his lawyer on the show is fantastic. Uh, that guy is fantastic enough to name a cat after oh, him. Oh, that's who the cat's named after. Yeah. He, that, <laughs> I, I agree. He is the character yep. to name a cat after. He's fantastic. He, he reminds me of the lawyer in Defending Your Life. He's like, I don't, he's like do you have anything to say about that? No. <laughs> the next witness, he's like, has no defense and for like half the time. This podcast has become the best episode ever for me because of our cat discussion. <laughs> <laughs> and if the cat in your life Look is at that drink you, she's drinking. <laughs> Boxy cat. Boxy cat. <laughs> Her drink has got a whole lot of stuff in it. <laughs> it is, it is. It's, there's an umbrella, there's a straw, yeah. uh, there's some a, kind of six kinds of fruit, lettuce garden. Some kind of like mint or something. <laughs> she's a girl drink drug. Yeah. I know, I was just uh, thinking of yeah, kids in the hall. Kids in the hall. <laughs> All right. So before we go any farther, I figured it out, and I found the perfect format for a TV show. Uh-huh. I'm not saying the perfect TV show, but they found the perfect format for a TV show, and I'll tell you why when all I right. get to it, all right? Quantum Leap. Yes. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Perfect format for a television show. Yeah. You can do anything. Yes. In any order. You it can was do, a good show, too. You can do... I mean, Okay. I love that show. Yeah. And uh, Scott Bakula and Dean yep. Stockwell are both just charming as fuck. They are both yeah. infinitely watchable. Yeah. If it wasn't for those two, that show would not work at all. But they're so great. But you can do any kind of show. You can do family drama. You can do trial drama. You can do yeah. any kind of thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you're absolutely And right. you have a built-in deus ex machina. Yeah. Built into the show yeah. so you can use it at any point in time and yep. you're not using a Deus Ex Machina. Because you've already established <laughs> that it's part of the show. It's the I premise understand. of the show. It's a part of the show. You're talking about leap. Are you talking about leaping is the Deus Ex Machina? No. Or the fact that he can Ow. know anything. Ow. Ow. Al can know anything. He can follow. He can find where people are. So, yeah. like, if he's trying to find somebody, you never have to come up with some bullshit reason why he's able to find the person in five minutes when they could be literally anywhere. Yeah. L- yeah. Al and Ziggy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and <laughs> you characterize Sam the third as hero. being a genius. And he knows all forms of karate, and he speaks seven languages. And like you know, so like it's easy for him to sort of pretty much blend into any situation he has to blend into. Foxy Cat right, and fine. Quantum Leap. Can God, I fine, uh, mention something? Oh, <laughs> You're right. So here's the man who I named the cat oh, after. Yes, Cogley. Oh, fuck. Cogley. Cogley. That's Elijah Cook Jr. It is. Isn't it? That is. I was just going to From look every up. Western ever made yep. in the 1940s. Cogley is a great name for a cat. <laughs> and he's, the cat's I love the fact name. that his whole, like, this whole episode is all like an anti-computer episode. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. it's, it's true. All about he's the, he's it's all, all about, about the books. Because his lawyer is like constantly railing about computers. Yeah, there's some doohickey in his office that could bring up the thing. Yeah, that thing. He's like, I don't understand this The crap. word processor over there. Like, he talks about the technology of the day as if it just came like in the last five yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. What, what would be funny is like in this actual year, using a computer would be the hokey antiquated technique mm-hmm. and not... <laughs> there would be something much, much better. <laughs> right. He's just got old law books. Lying around, yeah, because somehow the law, like it's the law, hasn't changed in since they were still using books. Right, right, exactly. Yes, those are yeah, t- vintage twenty one. I mean, these books are four hundred years and old, does, and, and they're does, like you said that that thing where we talked about in the past where they like come up with certain things like it's the same as Hammurabi's code yeah. and da da da. Oh, right, but then he comes up they, with a fake one. Yeah, yeah that's like called a, the that's called the two real things, one made one, up thing. One made up yeah. thing. So yeah. they do it. But it, why it's, it's the Hammurabi's Code or the Magna Carta yeah. or the Martian Tribunal Laws. Yeah. But why would the Martian Tribunal Laws ever been put in a book? Right. <laughs> like, why would that be in a dusty old hardcover yeah, book? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I would think that the Martian Chronicles would only be available by a computer. Like That would be the only yeah. way you could look those up. The conjectures of Alpha Three, whose, <laughs> whose residents are entirely made of pure energy. I love in twenty three hundred. There was a re- there was a retro movement to record everything in old dusty tomes. All right. I I love. I the, just they the just lettuce. did that on an. Ep- I watched an episode of Next Generation yesterday, and they and they did that. It was they were watching a play because on in Next Generation everyone is into theater and classical music. They spend a lot of time just watching performances of things. On that show, hmm. so they're watching some play, and after it's over, Picard's like, "That performance of Shakespeare reminded me of the greatest of Shakespearean actors, Laurence Olivier, and blah blah." And I forget. And the third one was like Xenon of Alpha Tari. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. Going back to his former, it seems like they have some history, like some sex. Well, time. the the prosecutor is his ex girlfriend. Okay, so yeah. they were actually yeah, yeah. Okay, I knew they had like some heat, but I didn't know if it was like, which is I think the third defined. or fourth ex girlfriend he's ran into. Okay, by yeah, this we were point, talking in about the first this. twenty episodes. We were talking about <laughs> this earlier. He has, he's a serial monogamist because yeah. it's never just girls he had a fling with. It's, it's always, always women he had, was in like serious, love committed, committed yeah. relationships with. Except for that history. one event that may or may have not well, happened at the right. Christmas party. Right. Oh, right. There is that one girl that he Christmas just party. fucked at the Christmas party. I love the lawyer. Party. Look how he's sitting in his chair. Yeah, yeah. with his like, leather trimmed tweed jacket thing, sweatery thing. Cogley is the part of the show. He is. But um, I have to say, because I think she might be the only woman really in this episode or at least mainly I think there was a little bit of his co-worker well there's the mousy wife of the the, the, deceased the daughter oh right daughter daughter that's right but she's kind of hysterical in the whole thing (laughs) but she like she She's comes dressed in like a ten year old. She comes in railing on Kirk. Yeah. In that first ep- in that first minute. Yeah. In about five minutes, she's gonna come in and be like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I yeah. I, I read the things you wrote to my dad and I'm like how did her opinion change that drastic? Yeah, it was pretty drastic. I mean, it's because yeah. she is like, in, it's not that she's like bothered in the first scene. Yeah, she she's is like ready to rip his eyes him. out. Like, you know, my emotion was like, she comes in and like people are like, wait, we can't have the women of this episode all hating on Kirk. That doesn't make sense. He's a perfect divine being, and so she <laughs> he does look pretty. And good so in this episode, she's though. in the next ep, like next scene, saying, "I have to bury you, but God, I hate it. I hate." <laughs> having to do it because you're such a magnificent person who the prosecutor yes she's like that? yeah I, i'm gonna have to come after you like incredibly hard that and i, I, and I, I wish that i didn't mm. oh you see there uh why is he calling himself a vulcanian a yeah it's the first time and i the only time that they refer to the vulcans as vulcanian uh, i don't like it instead of just vulcan yeah I guess, right? yeah huh hmm well one thing that i noticed about his ex-girlfriend is that she's a professional because she comes in looking all cute, and I just thought she. You see her in that candy. dress at the beginning, yeah, and you're like, whatever. You think, okay, she's supposed to be, you know, more but she's for actually that. A so I, I was actually intrigued by that. Yeah. Yeah. She seems like she's doing a good job. Yeah. Well, that, we've talked about the Star Trek 
is extremely mm-hmm. progressive. <laughs> That's what you meant when he's just like, I don't have any questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time. <laughs> yeah. Every time he's like, nope, nothing. Uh, nothing. But I'd say like it was extremely. Oh, the other thing about her, she's got um, a longer skirt. Look uh. at look at the, the, the lawyer. Pros- yeah. yeah. Like the typical okay. female skirt That's is like. That's right. But hers is actually longer because it's her dress outfit. Oh. And this character is the personnel <laughs> officer, which is what, HR in space? Yeah, yeah she's HR. They always need HR. Yep. She's familiar to me, this actress. But she kind of looks like Patty Duke. So she looks like be. Patty Duke. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm pretty sure it's not Patty Duke. It's not, but she's very familiar. Patty Duke-esque. Yeah. Oh, now they're digging into what caused them to have a falling out in the first place back in the day? Yes. Did okay. anybody notice that the woman in the chair is Asian? Or is that just me? Uh, she is Asian. Is it, correct it, I, I, no, this is, it's, I, this is Takai's best uh, you know, switch role, I think. Because <laughs> you, you can't even tell it's Takai in some angles. She, she was actually <laughs> but it's, on the Patty Duke show. What? As a stunt double? No, she played <laughs> Alice. Who? The daughter? The daughter. Okay. I think I, I've watched the Patty Duke show, so maybe I remember her. She was on the Patty Duke show. Huh. I don't know how many episodes she was Now, on. is that personnel officer, we've never seen her before? No. no. She's, a, she's okay. a one-time only. Okay. They are so good at sort of looking Nancy right for Wong the part that I don't always know. Name. not being an expert. Okay. George Takei is his name. <laughs> come on, that was clearly like a you know a vanity role for Takei. He was like, "Come on, give me something in this episode." That woman wasn't. Yeah, he's not even he's in this episode. In he's not him nor him or Scotty are in this episode. That's right. <laughs> You're saying is Uhura no in this? Yeah, it's no coincidence. McCoy's right there. Uhura, I said. Uh, yes, uh, but only in flashback, I think. Oh, okay. Because eventually they're going to show. They're going to the flash video. back to the actual. They're going to show incident. the video in in, in I gotcha. the trial. Yeah, yeah. This is just the menagerie. Then why the hell don't they just do that right away? Come on, now, the- that thing there that he's got his hand on, right? Yeah. Is, is that just a, a sensor of of character, or is that like a it's, lie detector? It's an I. It's, it's an Amazon first, Alexa. It's an ID first. It's just, just an ID. Because when they put their hands on it, the computer starts railing out. Right. And he keeps it on the whole time, which leads to believe that there's some like some lie, lie detector. detector. Yeah. That's a space Bible. If it was. It's a space Bible. <laughs> space Bible. That's right. I didn't think about the space Bible aspect. Yeah. That's what books looked like for about 50 years. <laughs> you know what else I like about the ex-girlfriend? She's age appropriate. For William Shatner, yeah, yeah. <laughs> his his love interests are, are, almost are. always they are. Usually are yeah. They never have him. They well, well, well not done. never, but usually they're, his they're, girlfriends they're, are are they, seem like the right age for him. The young women that he engages with on the show are all ones he meets. Yeah, and like his his show, his yeoman not, not and past. people like that, you know. And I love that they still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those piercing so you have a cat eyes. named wow. Cogley. Is that there's, what you said to me? There's a. I have a loose arrangement with a cat who comes into the yard. <laughs> uh-huh. He's Cogley to you. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. He's probably got. And he he, he, probably he goes by sought out our our yard during the rain for some shelter, and I've named him Cogley. I gotcha. Well, his full name is Cogley Diana Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> After one Wonder Woman, <laughs> uh, it was a group effort to name him, but uh, I was this. This struck by the lawyer on this. Commendations! Program. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Grand Kite Order of Tactics. <laughs> Palm Leaf Class of Axanar. For ten renters, ribbon. <laughs> it's please the court. Uh, the court recognizes. Yeah, yeah. this is my. I love that they have this scene. It's this is like, making like him look too good. Then he stops it, and then he stopped. You know, then he tries to get them to play it again, and yeah. it plays again, and he gets them to stop it. It's like okay, okay, that's yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so fun. <laughs> the loose arrangement of patches. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm. T- maybe it's just because I'm. I'm watching this with all of you, but I'm enjoying this a lot more than Sean. You made me feel like I was going. to. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad people are enjoying it. <laughs> I. I, I maybe, maybe it would if I was watching it by myself. It would not be it so is a interesting. Different experience. But, 
<laughs> I had a pretty good time watching this one. Yeah. Uh, because of him. Yeah. Fogley. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really about him. Well, court dramas are awesome, usually, if there's like a real good buildup. And they yeah. actually do this one fairly well. Plus, it's got the right... Well, I guess what I was thinking is, is that... I was actually thinking that it was going to be boring to do the podcast about. Yeah. Because there's not a lot about. going on. I didn't think we'd have a lot to talk about. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I'm right. finding that that's not the case. So yeah. I take back what I said. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of cool, silly Star Trek-isms that are going on that I think are awesome. That's, oh, and we, I love the soft focus on the ex-girlfriend every single time. Well, and I, and I always like the fact yeah. that this is one of the few episodes in original series where they talk about the machinations of the of Starfleet. You're right, yeah. You get, like, they don't talk about that much in original series. They also mm. kind of show it as an imperfect organization in some ways, I think. Just a, just a little bit, you know. Just that, that, you know, it's just a bunch of dudes and they can they can kind of mess up, so. I don't know. They do that a lot on Star Trek, though. It's always... On the the admiral. The admirals are always corrupt. Or, on the next generation. Yeah, do they not do that on this show? I don't think much. I mean, there was it was rare that they ever interacted with Starfleet in general on yeah on, on original series. They're they were out always, in, they were out in the frontier out dealing with other shit. Yeah, I mean, Next Generation and fucking Deep Space Nine, they do it all the time. They did it a lot. And yeah, I mean, the entire first season of Next Generation is all about the alien plot taking over Starfleet. Yeah, mm-hmm. they blow that guy's head up at the end. <laughs> yeah. That's part of the prime directive. That was a good episode. <laughs> Do they Yeah, I see what yeah. you mean. Every time they cut to her, it's yeah. real Super obvious. Soft focus. Vaseline yeah. on that lens. <laughs> well, she that's doesn't need Meanwhile, it. you know she she's not like need it. she's probably 32 and they're like we need to smear some stuff on yeah. the lens. Yeah. She's dangerously close to being normal. (laughs) (laughs) Unviewable. Here we go. I think we see Uhura in this. VHS. Let's see. Uh, (laughs) uh. Now, they went through all of those. I mean, why did the prosecution go through all of the... The, the witnesses they brought up on stage, if all they were going to do was just <laughs> Why not just this, watch the video? Just show this from the beginning. Well, I mean, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, why don't they just have, like, the computer scan for Irish presence in any video? Like, <laughs> just immediately start, like... Uh, <laughs> just a big green dot. Yeah. Activate the Lucky Charms you know, protocol. I wasn't even thinking about it until you said it, and his last name is Finney. Yeah. I never even thought that he was Irish. Like, it never came to me until you said it. Kirk's got a real problem with Irish. <laughs> Gene Roddenberry had a real problem with the Irish. Is this the first time they've done like a surveillance play playback like this? Uh, well, they did it in the Menagerie, right? Menagerie. But that was that was like the aliens, the aliens right? Right, right. And, this and, is the first time they're showing. I think so because and, and since that wasn't surveillance, like it was just the you pre-used f- footage is yeah, just yeah, normally yeah, yeah. shot. But this is like <laughs> actual shots, like they're actually surveilled by like. Look at that. He just I love that he just has a button on his <laughs> console <laughs> marked Jettison Par. Yes. Do what, how act- often does he have to push it's, that button? It's the third it's how the many third pods, button, Matt. It's, it's the just... third button down. It's gotta be important. <laughs> how many pods is he jettisoning? How much time does Star Trek go get accidentally jettisoned pods? <laughs> 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 he they didn't move that button until the next generation. Engineering, can I get a oh, oh fuck, another Do <laughs> you know one of the buttons on there is the Bring me a cup of coffee. Right, exactly. Right, because he pushes the button yep. there to get coffee. You figure the you figure the one is bring me coffee. One is I need to talk to Scotty, yeah. and then the very next one is Jettison Pod. Uh, uh, <laughs> I also love that the 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 like security video. Two of them are marked alert. Or, yeah, <laughs> they haven't even they haven't even gotten five things for the buttons to do, and yet one no. of them two buttons Jettison are unmarked. The label maker they couldn't ran even out of bother yeah. to make labels. Custom custom preset one and custom preset two. I can make it whatever. (laughs) Yeah, these are programmable buttons. You can make them whatever function you want. The fourth one is for tea. The fifth one is for water. But I'm never going to use those. (laughs) It's always always lunch or coffee. 
But I like the fact that the the security video or whatever has different angles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It really got into the buttons very nicely at the right time, too. Exactly. That was useful. Why are they all acting like they've not seen the video? Like, his lawyer is acting like, I never saw that video before. Well, it's not in a book. Yeah. It's exactly. That's the downside of being a Luddite. You know? They don't have to share their evidence with the other side. He's never seen a video. Court. He's never seen a video of any kind before, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> he's heard about them, but they're not in books, Matt. So they're terrible. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like if you assume that the computers that they use had been around for a hundred years before this guy was even born, right? And yet he acts like it's some kind of like the computers just came along. Yeah, yeah. God fangled iPad you're playing with kid i don't yeah use these old trusty books just like i did when i was negative 175 <laughs> years old uh, well, he's even starting to question himself now and we're also questioning cockley's competence throughout the whole episode too right there's a lot of competence oh yeah 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 because well, yeah, he doesn't well he doesn't question any he's of not the, doing the, anything except sitting there so far now he's telling him to take a plea and i, and I wonder if, as an audience member of the time, we were supposed to feel like at the end, like a sense of wonder, like wow, the computer can be manipulated in such a way that this video looks exactly like he pushed that third button. But we know that it was just a they filmed him pushing the third button. But <laughs> was that? Do you think a part of the wonder of like, oh wow, computers can do that in the future? That's amazing. Uh... Or do you think that was too subtle to pick up on? That's what I thought right now. So you're telling me that he just <laughs> filmed him doing a turn? She's going to apologize now. But why? Yeah, why though? I don't no, do there's it. no reason. Uh, yeah, it was just my it was just my hysteria. Yeah, she was like going to rip his balls off, and now she's like, "I'm so sorry." I had a moment of feminine weakness. I like that she just knew they were in that room. Like, yeah, seems a little strange. <laughs> to come barge right in. Yeah, the daughter of the victim just happens to be. Well, he's he's the only lawyer on this starport. Yeah. Okay, that's true. <laughs> I think the message you're supposed to take from this episode is that books are better than computers, right? Because the computers could be fooled or just. But Cogley's keep, uh, books keep don't some lie. Skepticism, maybe that they're not just the answer solely. Maybe. That's new. Too new. Yeah. Well, like they make thing. a pretty strong plea for the anti-technology mm-hmm. by using the fact that the computer could be manipulated yeah. to exonerate him. Yeah. Right. Like, they that, make it that, very clear that... Yeah. Still... Uh, three That's what I heard Donald Trump does. <laughs> Is that why he can't do anything else? That's how he keeps the tool sharp. Yeah. No, people are just like, oh, maybe he's a genius. Maybe he's just doing chess in, in 4D. Oh, the little, space just racism. Just a little bit of space racism yeah, a little from space McCoy. Racism. Why are you just sitting there doing nothing? You you're cold-blooded. Why are there so many bishops down there? <laughs> I mean... I, you sure those aren't pawns? Those I are... Think, bi- I think they're pawns. Are they? Those look like pawns. All right. The okay. bishops have little ridges the on them. The bishops are those ridged oh, ones. Oh, you're right. Like, There's a futuristic chess set. That's right. That's what I didn't take into account. Someone puts put some care into that yeah. set piece. <laughs> Uh, the chess boards are kind of wobbly and not straight, so I don't know how much care. I would say, yeah. Some nerd figured out or invented rules to three-dimensional of chess. Of course, yeah. <laughs> and you used to be able to, probably you still can, you used to be able to buy 3D like chess sets. Like Some people would manufacture them, and you could get the rules, and you could teach yourself to play 3D chess. I don't know why, but you could. <laughs> that was probably years later, right? That didn't happen in any contemporary no, this hap- time. No, that happened, in, I think, in the 70s when yeah. Star Trek was, you know. Yeah. What yeah. I, I do love about oh, this yeah. right now, what's going to happen is you're in, like, this trial, and somehow uh, Spock and McCoy are just able to, like, barge in and start talking to the, to the, <laughs> to the Everybody accused. Everybody barges in on this episode. He's Wait, not really look at a very good lawyer. Pocket. <laughs> Why does he have one pocket in the center of his jacket? It's a reasonable popsicle that, stick. It's somewhat troubling. It's like I don't know. I want that. I want that sweater well, from the that. opening scene, and I want it's that to hold jacket. that. It's to hold that, hold that, that thing. Pin. It's an advanced medical device that's keeping him alive because he is over three hundred years old. Yeah, he uses books. Ugly. <laughs> Oh, 
Oh man, Kylie's known for his theatrics. Uh, oh, that guy's got a lot of pieces of fabric sewn yeah. onto his yeah. outfit. He could work at Tchotchkes all day long. <laughs> He's got so many pieces There's of flair. There's lots of flair. flair yeah, a lot yeah. of flair. Uh, oh, there, here it comes. Uh, the Bible, the Code of Hammurabi. <laughs> and the Justinian. The Constitution. Oh, okay, these are all real things. Uh, oh, he didn't say. <laughs> oh, there's a the fake one. The statutes oh, about the three. The two fake ones. Yep. <laughs> Man, those <laughs> statutes were amazing. Those are my favorite of statutes. Yeah. I have a feeling Cogley's bringing it right now. Yeah. Yeah, he is. This oh, is yeah, his yeah, big yeah. moment. Oh, he's on. This is his. This is I it. want the truth. This is his Atticus. <laughs> yeah, moment. Man, that council desk is way high. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Oh, the, the desk. He's yeah. like, he looks like, he looks like kids asking, begging for cookies. It's a converted bar stool. <laughs> bar, bar table. Uh, man is a machine. Wow. Yeah. This is deep. Yeah. I I felt like this was a great Spock and Kirk have, like, a huge mutual admiration for each other. Yeah. That, like... Without being as cheesy as it can be sometimes, but it just seems like serious business. Like, yeah, we've been through this stuff before. Uh... (laughs) You think Spock is just like, uh, time to bail out the captain again. <laughs> I gotta use my my Vulcan ingenuity yeah. to come up with some loophole to mm-hmm. get him out of it. I don't know. I think I think Spock is very pleased with himself when he uses logic to defeat a problem. Twenty nine fifty Uh, I I'm gonna have to go back and learn how they're keeping time because uh, it doesn't yeah. seem like that much time's gone by, but. The so are- it's because he was able to beat the computer that he sh- and he shouldn't have been able to is how he knows there's a problem with the computer. Yes, yes, because okay. he programmed. He's gonna explain. He shouldn't be able to. He shouldn't be able to beat it. But the he best is. he should be able to do is draw. Gotcha. Because as all modern programmers know, when you manipulate a computer to change the results of a video recording, you will definitely affect the 3D chess <laughs> you program. You will definitely have an impact on the 3D chess program. It's yeah. same. It's it's inevitable. Awful. This is <laughs> this is just gives insight to what the popular knowledge of computers was. It's like it does a thing, it does, and that does controls all other things within it. So it's like a person that's smart. Yeah, <laughs> he's just good at math. But don't give it computer alcohol. It'll get confused. <laughs> nah. Like if you were an Irish computer programmer, for <laughs> yeah. example, you might give it some. Well, maybe that's why. Like it, sh- <laughs> it shouldn't have been <laughs> bad at chess, but the drunk Irishman that programmed it didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> the first thing he did was he was trying to get in, and he accidentally went into the chess program. Right. Instead of in, instead of the manipulate I think, videos, I think Spock is just program. a Spock is just a diabolical asshole. He put the chess files in the and named it video files incriminating Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> this computer, it's sick. Oh, you mean like it has a, a virus? No, no, like it's drunk. <laughs> just that, like a person. That's how computers get sick. Uh, Virus. That's silly. <laughs> Anthropomorphizing damn computers. So I missed why they're in this room instead of in the courtroom. They're on. The, they're on the ship. Now. Because there are no rules. Okay. <laughs> asked it seems the more like the rule of law it. means nothing in the future. He asked uh, the the trial to be moved up to the Enterprise because he wants to show the tribunal. Something because okay. he knew Spock but figured it's it like out. Still, there's still process going on right now. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And now they've managed. Now to they're get on, the, on bridge. the bridge. Yeah. But but Spock had played them an entire additional game of 3D chess. I guess. <laughs> yes. So this is. I've got to prove to you that I can beat it. It's always like one of those demonstration ones where he does four people simultaneously yeah. blindfolded. That would have been interesting. <laughs> Unlike what's going on here. <laughs> I would have loved to see that uh, Yes, but courtroom Yeah, trials are still long and boring in the future Meanwhile, he just leaves Cogley's like, I gotta yep, go run gotta an go. errand Goodbye <laughs> He just said I had to run an errand I bet we're gonna find out that it's useful though 
I think we're supposed to hold out hope. He brings the daughter oh, okay. yeah. to but sort of try to get the Irish. I feel like out. we're supposed to think right, Cogley's right. going to mess up, but th- that he's secretly a genius. They, they could have effectively just lied to him about it because he never tries to verify that no, she was on no, board. No, no, no. A computer that can hear sounds. See, he calls it one to the fourth power. Which is one. Which is one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We are nerding out with that laugh, by the way. That is officially... I read that in the trivia of the on the IMDb page, and I laughed so hard when it came up. I was like, that is so funny. One that is one of the more comic book guys. Sort one of to the laughs. fourth power. <laughs> well, uh, actually, one to the fourth power. I'm 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 impressed, Matt, that you pulled that right away. Hey, I was, you know, I I learned math. You went to a prestigious West Coast school, Fresno High School. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love that their plan is to just like do karaoke. This is a real elaborate, like. Why is he ex- twisting it on them? That is. It's it's filtering it's still out happening. Their heartbeat. It's filtering out their heartbeat. He's. They're trying to prove that the guy is alive and hiding somewhere on the ship. So they're taking away everybody else's heartbeats, so and then they're, they're going to be able to hear that there is still a person, a on person board. on the ship. Which it, you know, in ordinarily they would just say, hey, computer, who's on the ship? And the computer would say, there's somebody hiding in the engine room or whatever, but they don't do that on this episode for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) That would not be nearly as dramatic. You're you're a buzzkill in the writer's room, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) We we got to eat up some speed. Uh, Guys, can we just have the computer say if he's on board? I have a question, guys. (laughs) Oh, here comes Matt with his... Oh, yeah, we used this last episode. Seems to me we've already established that the computer can just tell you where people are in the ship. Well, they're working around the fact that the computer can no longer be trusted <laughs> oh, to tell them where a person is oh, by yeah, asking... Matt, that's the, what we're trying... By, by asking the computer to remove... To do a completely yes. different operation. Okay. That we can totally microphones trust are still okay. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. Here we go. Well, well argued. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone got a drink because we're going to have some unnecessary Shatner nudity in a minute. Yay. No, mine's empty. I need another one. I have to say, I think he's more attractive in this episode than the previous. He two. looks. He looks good he in looks this episode. Like he's been to the beach and he got kind of. He looks skinnier than yeah. usual in this episode. Shatner has a tendency yeah. to bloat. Okay. I wasn't going to say it, but that I was going to... But he lo- he's looking ask. in pretty fighting shape in this episode. Yeah, he does. He's in his prime time. It's funny, because you can tell. Why does like, Shatner from episode, have to go? Why from does... episode to episode, his his weight fluctuates okay. quite a bit. Okay, thank you, because I thought he was a little puffy in that first one, the Gorn one. Well, this one, you've just seen less of him full-bodied. He's been sitting well, in a chair the whole episode. I'm just episode. focusing on his face. Because there's a lot of close-ups on the face. And Takei and well, yeah, we Mr. Didn't have your t- Spock have very angular faces. So I think when you pan from one to the other, it's quite noticeable who's the who's the pie face of the group. <laughs> 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 but not today. So shallow. So shallow. <laughs> So what was this guy's plan? Yeah, I mean, like, he's okay, on a starship. Kirk, Kirk gets court-martialed. Fine. Then what? Then what? Yeah, he what lived he, like his life, like that, a leprechaun? Where, do you, where do you go to live the rest of your life? You don't just hide out in engineering. And it's not like he's faking his own death to reap some kind of financial reward. It's just to bring down he Kirk. He faked his own death to get revenge on somebody. Right. They're going to be like, oh, he was alive. Uh, you're out. You're free. <laughs> That's like the summation of it. He must have been planning to go somewhere after this, but I guess you never really find that part out. Sex change. <laughs> and he's willing Where did to the let, prosecutor and he's willing come to from? let his daughter believe, believe that was, he was dead yeah, yeah. just to pull off this scheme. It's really not very nice. Of course not. He's against Kirk. He's got... That guy also looks about 20 years older than William Shatner. Yeah. 
There's a lot of old people on the show. There really are. <laughs> Every grizzled and, character actor yeah, in Hollywood shows up in Star Trek. Yeah, I think also it's pre-Botox, so it's like you really see a lot of close-ups with people with lines on their face, and you do not <clears throat> see that anymore. Yeah. Am, am I wrong, or this character was supposed to be one of... Kirk's instructors at the academy, right? The, were they instructor? Or, I thought they were just friends. Uh, yeah, I thought they. I, I think he had some kind of like. I think they said something about he surpassed him at some point. Yeah, like they, he was like mentor at okay. least. Oh, so he is supposed to be older. Okay. Yeah. I have this theory uh, that these all, these guys have all heard it, but you have it that. Shatner insisted on always being the most handsome person on the show, which is why the character actors always are all like, like grizzled middle-aged yeah. men and the female character actors are all like 20-year-old girls because Shatner just wanted to be the hottest guy on set. Makes sense to me. Yeah, it really if you go into this with that approach, a lot of the casting decisions start yeah. to make sense to okay. you. Okay. Because they really do like to drag it's, up it's every like, old to Western. See. Yeah. yeah. Like there, a lot of these actors that come on did a lot of their... They're all old Western They're guys. all old Western actors. It's really funny. So from like 1950s TV or movies? Yeah, 40s Yeah, from and like 50s. movies and TV yeah. shows. Yeah. That's neat. I mean, I like it. It's different, especially these days to see it actual age. Well, yeah, process. you never have. <laughs> you see it on dudes sometimes, but women you don't see it. Well, you don't see it on women in this show. Well, <laughs> no. If a woman still, if a woman, woman is over if a woman, woman is over 25 on this show, they smear the This lens. is one of the yeah, few episodes. Yeah, they smear episodes. the lens on her, but you can still see that she's not 20 years old, the yeah. prosecutor. This is one of the she few episodes have, that you know, does that. She looks like a mature woman. Most of the time when they've got an act yeah. uh, uh, some kind of guest starring actress, it's a young hot one. Yeah. And an alien sometimes, right? <laughs> I love it when Shatner, one of Shatner's big moves, he does it all the time, is look at how that's not William Shatner in that yeah. long shot. Uh, yeah. then, oh, my God. <laughs> it's so that's clearly not, not even the same. It's so clearly oh, not like him. Oh, here comes the All right, everybody. Yeah. That is not William Shatner. Like, Drink. who is that guy? Oh, I love that there's just a giant wrench. I mean, space wrench. It's not even not close. Even a, wow. It's not even a space wrench. It's just a regular old wrench. <laughs> That it, guy. Matt, it is in space right now. Therefore, <laughs> therefore, by space definition, range. it is a space range. Oh, my God. Shatner likes to do these big haymakers where he puts his arm all yeah, the way yeah, back yeah. and holds it for as if he's building up power yeah. and then swings through. Oh I God. wonder why you don't see more of that in professional <laughs> boxing. Yeah. yeah, it seems real effective when he does it. <sighs> he looks like a Chippendales dancer right now. So whatever the guy did to fix it, all he has to do is pull out it's cables. Solved by just yanking cables out <laughs> That's of the all wall. He does. Well, isn't that most solutions to IT? Is it is it plugged in? Is it turned on? Did you restart it? But what did the guy do? What did those tubes do that were causing the problem? Reverse the polarity. <laughs> well, yeah. And by simply ripping them out, fixes everything. Everything's Except fine that now. One. Don't touch that one. That one's right there. <laughs> Somebody else can fix that. Just manipulate those garden hoses a little bit. Have power back. I feel like I feel like the computer should have been able to tell that that was going. There was a problem with that particular area. It seemed like somebody's connected some weird garden hoses between some stuff. Yeah, in, <laughs> let's go check this out. In uh, well, that I don't think that was what affected the computer. Yeah, that was affecting the ship's ability to fly. No, I'm yeah. just saying that the computer should have known. Like huh. we've already established, the computer is messed up. Computer is oh. not to be trusted. He can't even beat Spock at 3D chess. <laughs> it's clearly inhibited. I like it when they let Uhura fly the ship. They do it every once in a while. Yeah. I do notice she's in the background a lot. Does she ever get to have some time, some screen time, serious um, screen time? Yeah, every once in a while. Yeah. There's a few episodes where she's prominently featured yeah okay there's never I look, really I an episode about her although like, her never... name is hard to pronounce yeah, they don't really do episodes outside of episodes about kirk and spock and kirk McCoy. spock and mccoy yeah McCoy, uh... mccoy gets very few it's i mean they're 99 kirk yeah you get a small percentage of spock and then one or two scotty McCoy. gets one where he's the main where he's the main storyline 
they think he's like a serial killer or something. Do you remember the one I'm talking about? Sam Cogley's giving him oh, a book. I don't remember. Yeah. He's the, like possessed by Jack the Ripper or something. I don't remember that episode. <laughs> I may be imagining it, <laughs> but I remember that there's an episode this where Scotty is the fiction main character. You read on the internet, and then Matt. that could be. It might be one of those pocketbook novels that I read as a kid. But I'm pretty sure there is an episode where Scotty is the main guy. Kirk still has to save the day, but it's Scotty's plotline. She's like, sorry I tried to ruin your life. And he's yeah. like, that's okay. It was a very reluctant ruining, but professional. Yeah, there should be a fanfic called Normal Star Trek, but the shirt is ripped all the time. <laughs> Her skirt is longer, but man, the slit up the back yeah, is Yeah, there's a lot large. of butt access. Yes, thank you. I saw that. I'm like, oh, man, yeah. they just... It's like easy access. <laughs> like how delighted he is! Yeah, yeah, he's so proud of himself. Oh, he's, yeah, he's like, I am a stud. Right, so you you pan, you pan around, and everybody was there watching. You think it's an intimate moment, but yeah, no, like, everyone stopped what they were doing and were just staring at them. Everyone is super interested in Kirk's sex life because well, it's pretty interesting. They're always paying attention to like who he's kissing. Uh, we don't get to know the book. Oh my god, you guys, the next episode is so awesome. <laughs> well, there you go. That's the end of the episode. <laughs> Something to look forward to. Um, yep. And apparently Aaron's enjoying the next one. Yes, the next one is so, really fun. Uh, hopefully you'll all join <laughs> us again for another episode. Does anybody have anything they'd like to add? Uh, I, I liked that more than I thought I was going to. Thank you. I give it a 7.6. All right. You've one up. <laughs> literally one up. Yeah, one Aaron, Aaron only Thanks likes for to go the incremental. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Philippe. Philippe. Um, this is a completely personal side note that has absolutely nothing to do with anything. So anybody who's interested in cryptocurrencies, there's a one called Ven. I have a considerable holding on it. If you want to buy more and drive the price up, please do so. Uh, I'm not saying... I'm sorry. <laughs> Philippe, we didn't come on here to promote then cryptocurrency. We came here to promote Boxy Cat. Boxy Cat. Yeah. No, you can buy the Boxy kitty, Cat. The kitty litter. In two years for tomorrow. Please, please. We buy hear kitty litter of the future. <laughs> Start at 2940.7. <laughs> now available at PetSmart. On the Enterprise, they only use Boxy Cat. <laughs> that's, well, what know, uses. Data, that's what he uses. Data goes has a cat. Data does have a cat. Spot. And right. I'll bet he that uses cat boxy has to pee cat. somewhere. There you go, Jake. Right. You have anything you want to add? Uh, uh, I I probably rated it a six when I saw it first, but I'll give it a six point three now. <laughs> I, I enjoyed this more this episode more than I thought I was going to. I'll have to admit. Yeah, it, it, it grabbed me a little bit at the beginning. I kind of liked that Kirk was under fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make him question his vaunted confidence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People with confidence hate that. Well, unless anybody has anything else they'd like to add, uh, I've been Sean. I'm Matt. <laughs> Aaron. Philippe. And I'm Jake. And this has been Warped. Good night. Bye.